0: Uh, what what order do we want to do things? Do we want to still do Woo Woo Tube first?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. Okay, it's a good warm up.
1: This way we get most of our face palming in. We get <laughs> we yeah. get our what the fuck.
0: And then space than bones. Okay. Yeah. I I really I don't think anything space naturally. Any flows one way or the other.
1: Space and bones. Well,
0: okay. Looking up into the sky leads to space. Yep. And then we talk about bones.
2: And then you talk about bones because looking up in the sky may hurt your neck. There you go.
0: (laughs) See, folks, it all makes sense in the end. Which may
2: then fall off and fall down a hole in Guatemala or somewhere. Mexico? Close enough. (laughs) Close enough for American. (laughs) (laughs) America. Oh, dear. <laughs> Close enough for American geography.
0: <laughs> so it was bone collecting and an update on the Mexican bones?
1: Yes. On That is the uh, unofficial name given to those bones.
2: Is, is she the mother of all North Americans? Like, like uh, Lucy's the mother of
1: everybody. everybody? Not quite.
0: I don't care. Nah, they all look alike to me.
1: (laughs) Hey, we all look alike once our skin and muscles have been ripped from our bodies.
0: Exactly. So I wasn't being racist
2: this time. The elephant man looks different. Looked Is. Bones. (laughs) Hi.
0: See the interesting things that happen when we record on Saturday mornings?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I haven't had any coffee. I was, I was gonna, I was gonna text you. I, I thought you were actually at a coffee shop, not a Whataburger. I but had... then I, I was driving, so I couldn't text back because that's against the law now.
1: Good. I texted from the line where I was yeah. parked, doing leader. nothing.
0: Yeah, it, but yeah, still, even if you're, if she's off the road, though, does it count?
1: Possibly not.
0: Possibly not, because I know it is. It is now also illegal to text <laughs> even when you're stopped at a stoplight. Yeah.
1: Because you're not paying
0: attention to this crap around you. Yeah. Yes, because a hands-free means you're paying attention, which it doesn't. I can still masturbate, though.
2: (laughs) 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 And that stopped everything. Gary, conversation (laughs) killer lawn.
1: I got nothing. I got I nothing. Know. I can't follow that up.
0: That's going to be the cold open for the show.
2: <laughs> I can. We've gone hands free. Still masturbate. Right?
1: Grab your dick and double-click well, us. Porn,
2: porn, porn. <sighs> okay. All night long, me hugging me horn for porn, porn, porn.
1: Okay. Hey. It's the musical episode of The Skeptic Choir. That's right.
2: Every week's a musical episode with us. <laughs> la 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 la. Copyright infringement.
0: <laughs> Fair use under satire. Ah. Because I was making fun of it. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, but that might get you killed. With
0: the little, the little fart sound at the end. That was making fun of it. So uh, there, it therefore just... it is
1: satire. You better watch out for those radical Smurf people. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, those blue skin nipple heads aren't gonna hit me because I'm American.
2: M- American, yeah. Well, just don't, just don't make fun of their leader, Papa Smurf,
1: or draw him. Yeah,
2: yeah. or draw, yeah, or draw. <laughs> I wrote, strangely,
0: it's a follow up to everybody draw Muhammad. They everybody. must, they
2: must never be represented in film.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to The
1: Skeptic Wire.
2: It's, a, it's Saturday. <laughs> Saturday. Clearly. 17th of January 2015, episode 182 of The Skeptic Wire. I'm your introductioner. Introducing her? Introductioner. Uh, Donna, do we have a ruling? Introductioner. Okay. Yeah. Introductioner, Gary Law. And with me this week are my introductionees, uh, Donna Swafford.
1: Hey, how's it going? And
2: Greg Barrett.
0: Good morning, Skeptic Wire Nom.
2: Nom, 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 nom. And yet he provided no food.
1: <laughs> I had to buy my own.
0: Eat this, for it is my flesh.
2: Oh. Oh! Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: Good night, everybody. And this will be Donna Swaffer's last episode on the Skeptic Wire. Joking. Really, yes.
2: really need uh mouthwash and mind wash for that. Left a bad yeah. Come on, I'm Jesus.
0: I've got the beard. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus was Jewish.
0: I've i people think I'm Jewish from time to time. Do they? <laughs> I uh, uh, people have assumed I am Jewish. From, from every couple of years Are someone you? says, Wait a minute, aren't you Jewish? It's like, no, this is bacon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they just assume I have no soul and I agree with them. Yeah. <laughs> Red hair. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway,
2: um how's everybody's weeks been? I haven't been I haven't been around for a bit. No, you've been off in the hinterlands. <laughs> hinterlands, I've been off in the frozen north. Not quite to the nuke, but um pretty close.
1: To the to the what was it, the Great White North, eh?
2: <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> Uh, very, yeah, very don't close do to that, that again. <laughs> no, I was I was in Wyoming for for uh, a good two weeks, plus, no, about two weeks. Yeah,
0: and From. based on your Facebook posts, the most interesting thing that happened to you that entire time is you bought a computer.
2: Uh, yes, so I and and a new phone. I oh, have a new wow. phone and a computer. Yes, that's true, uh, and it's a touchscreen. The, the phone? Here? All phones are touchscreens now. Not all of them. Well, but, most of them. No, the the uh, the computer is a touch screen. Oh, yeah,
1: fancy.
2: Yeah, so it's Windows eight, so I'm getting used to that. That's a little odd. So uh, it's, it's not as bad as people make out to be, but it's definitely you have to have the touch screen to do that. Shortly after purchasing it, the the uh, GPU went out, or at least the that's the graphics card thing, graphics processing unit. Uh, something something La-dee-da. happened. GPU. Yeah. Um. As opposed to SG. This is not the educational,
0: <laughs> as, as opposed not the to educational GPS. portion of the show. This is the bullshit with each other yeah, yeah, portion yeah. of the show. Oh, yeah. That about one quarter of our listeners just fucking hate.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah, So anyway, so it went out and it shut down the computer. So I brought it back and they gave me a new one. So this is the new new computer. And when I when I showed up today, I sprayed the, the screen because, you know, all my life I've been taught and tried to get people to not touch the screen because it leaves little freaking
0: finger marks everywhere. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah. So now, now we have computers where you have to do that. That's wonderful. And so when I, when I did that, the entire screen, the just, spraying of the
0: screen the and the then wiping of, it down.
2: Yeah. And so I wiped it off and then the entire screen started moving around all at once. I thought, Well, this is good. <laughs> it was, it was
0: like jiggling.
2: Jiggling. Yeah. Yeah. So not, not in a pleasant way. <laughs>
0: No, I, I, I assume he was not on a porn site, Donna, but I couldn't see the screen from here.
2: I was worried that the GPU was going out again. <laughs> and, I, and I realized that the last time this started happening was I was sitting in the Phoenix airport when, when it happened. And, and there's this, in the upper right-hand corner of the screen, there's a little icon with a finger, and it says Touch screen." You know, it's a sticker. And I had taken that off last time, and I realized that today... I was just about to take it off when the screen started jiggling. (laughs) I'm like, maybe I'll just leave that sticker on. (laughs) It's got that that weird, non-skeptical attitude towards stuff. But of course, Mm -hmm. I am going to take it off. I had that moment of, well, maybe, maybe that little touchscreen icon on the original one had been touching part of the screen and therefore not allowing the screen to screw up. Because the screen wouldn't screw up as long as I touched it. Uh-huh. So that so it was kind of weird indications, but the the little touch screen icon was slightly over onto the screen, and in fact, it's slightly over on the screen. So that could be keeping it uh, making contact to keep the GPU working properly. <laughs> so, so there's a little, there's a little. So bit you're
0: of... saying your computer is held together by tape? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I am. Spitting bailing wire and. <laughs>
2: yes, that's exactly correct.
0: We won't say what brand of computer it is, but it's not Asus. one of the top two or three. Is that how you pronounce it? I thought it was Assus.
2: Assus <laughs> oh, okay. a question. <laughs> Jeez. <sighs> not racist at all. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, I think it's Asus.
1: Everyone's a little bit racist, racist sometimes. sometimes.
2: <laughs> Doesn't mean we go around committing H- hate, hate crimes. crimes. Okay. I have no response. Continue. Right. <laughs> hey, that's that's the way that's the week that was. Okay, done.
1: <laughs> I spent it being sick. Woohoo.
0: Yeah, A lot of people have gotten sick, at least. Well based a on lot Facebook of people posts. are
1: coming yeah. down with influenza A, which was not covered by the recent vaccine.
2: Well yeah. I haven't had the vaccine and therefore I have not got sick.
0: You get a lot. Yeah, you get a lot of those people who are saying, "Well, I'm not going to get the flu because I didn't get the flu shot," or you know, all that. It's, you know, it doesn't help and it confuses the issue. But you know who doesn't get influenza A? Jesus, the
2: fawns. A. That makes no sense at all. Because
0: <laughs> he's always saying A, so he never gets influenza so A. Does that mean that- it.
1: Does that mean that Canadians don't get it either, eh?
0: That's right.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's some Canadians that will disagree with you, but they'll do it politely because they're Canadians.
2: <laughs> That's how they got their yeah, name, yeah. Canadians. I think I've said have I, 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 I told this joke in in the bar. It's like, how did, how did Canada get its name? It's like, well, they all got together and they put all of the letters of the alphabet in. Into a into a hat And the guy pulled out letters And he goes Okay, C, si, eh? And, <laughs> eh? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I get that
1: <laughs> I'm going to have to tell that joke to somebody today.
2: <laughs> <laughs> And now it's out. To...
1: So, how was your week? Uh, meh
0: <laughs> Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, It's really uneventful <laughs> Alright, so Greg is making things very difficult for himself editing wise. We did our intro. We talked, talked, talked. We did a woo woo tube segment, but it was entirely too damn long, so we're releasing it next week as episode 183. Now we're going to do the rest of episode 182, so all the in jokes and snarky stuff that we're going to make towards each other is only going to make sense, sense next week when you listen to episode 183. So here we go with some neat science news in the week. Science week in the news.
2: Science. You talk.
1: Weak news of science? Yes.
2: <laughs> the weak news of science.
0: <laughs> it makes me all weak in the knees. Oh, my. Today, my. the uh, strong You've got folk. the vapors. <laughs> You're <Yes>. like, <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs>
2: Today, the strong force was turning out to be a hoax. It's weak news in science.
0: Yes. I got that.
2: It was a physics joke, wasn't it? Yes. Yay! I'm kind of smart. (laughs) So there there were some pretty cool things that happened in the last couple of weeks. SpaceX tried to do a pinpoint landing on a seaborne platform or an ocean-born platform. Emphasis on the tried. Yes.
1: So what you're saying is... NASA is not quite as good as the European Space Agency. That landed a fucking thing on a comet.
2: Well, it's not NASA. <laughs> oh. It's a private company. It's, it's a private company. It's and, a new and age in science. Gonna, they're all yeah. going to have problems we with that. We just this got one.
1: showed up by the Europeans. <laughs> eh. Just saying. We helped. Thank you, Richard.
2: <laughs> it's all Richard's <laughs> fault. We just sent aluminium to a comet.
0: <laughs> See, that's one of those timey-wimey references yeah. that are only going to make sense next yeah. week. Okay.
2: Exactly. And barium-yum. <laughs> <laughs> so, Three little beats from school early. <laughs>
0: Barium-yum-yum-yum-yum-yum.
2: So, SpaceX is trying to do a completely reusable uh, booster rocket, which is honorable, and uh, it's going to save them money in the long run. Right.
0: So it's kind of like a booster rocket fleshlight.
2: I guess it sure might be, sure, whatever. It's reusable. Uh, you just
0: clean it out and you use it again. Oh God.
1: I don't think they want those components recycled. Guess,
2: yes, your analogy <laughs> works. To a certain extent, <laughs> yes. But no.
1: Uh... So, okay. I so, ex- so basically, if my my non physics understanding is kind of clear here, so they they attach the rocket and they boost it off in this, and the one the booster actually falls back to Earth.
2: Yeah, so that they
1: can refill it.
2: There's there's a in this particular case there's two stages to the Falcon Nine rocket. There's the first stage which comes apart, uh, which is in itching the, in the and bleeding from the eyes. Yeah, and then there's a second stage that gets it out of the atmosphere, which right? is sores. Right. And no, that's the flus. Sorry. <laughs> right, and then it dies. So what's, what's happened usually is the the first stage of almost of everything has been dumped into the ocean.
0: Yeah, pretty much. It, it falls off. It splits off, and then
2: just that's it. Yep. yep. All the engines, everything.
0: Exactly. Not even like recovered.
2: Nope. So there's probably some really cool stuff at the bottom, you know, a couple of miles down. If Lots you want of to aluminium. Go. Yes. Yeah, and, and even that is
1: poisoning our water. Yeah. It, it, it,
2: true. Hmm. The fish. Think of the fish. What the children. Won't somebody think of the fish children. <laughs> fish children. And then I said the Catholic joke. Fuck children. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Wow. And you know, totally that right the Pope is in Manila. <laughs> <laughs> um, they figured that it probably wasn't going to actually work cuz it was the first time it's ever been done. They've been doing tests on this in Texas with a I think they're calling it the hopper or something like that. But it's it's an interesting and I I've, I've I've said this before on the podcast last year, the year before. It's an interesting engineering problem because it's the inverted pendulum problem Okay. where uh, you have a lot of mass up top of where your control system is. So it's like balancing a drumstick or a stick or anything on your hand and then trying to keep it steady. Because all the thrust is coming out at the bottom of the thing. Uh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. They've got some really cool control systems happening because they can bring that sucker up in in Texas anyway. Even in wind conditions, they can bring it up, you know, 300 meters Mm -hmm. and then bring it down safely. And so they thought, well, let's go ahead and give it a shot. We'll send something to the International Space Station. We've done that. We can Mm -hmm. do that. So once that first uh, booster is coming back down, we'll try and bring it over to the platform and land on the platform and they got it to the platform That's which is really freaking impe- yeah. <laughs> impressive. Yeah. That does mean of course that you you have to have enough fuel left in this device to mm-hmm. to land it which means it's flammable. Yeah. You know, usually they kind of use all the fuel and then away it goes.
0: And it's basically a 300 by 300 foot platform yeah, it in the middle tiny. of the ocean.
2: Yeah. So so there's not the problem of it's not necessarily going to be flat. Right, but in, also, also this tiny
0: little square in a vast ocean Yeah And you just shot something up into space Yeah,
2: so now you're bringing it down And so they, they brought it down And it, it got to, to the, the platform, platform. <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, according So this was on the 10th So on the 16th, they actually released video We knew it had failed And there was at least one picture of it showing it going, boom
0: And um, Nelson Muntz pointing at it and going,
2: ha ha Musk Oh, Muntz, sorry From Simpsons Yeah, gotcha yeah, I was going to Sometimes say, I know what I'm talking I, I, about. I was going to say his name's Elon Musk, not the <laughs> Nelson Munts.
1: <laughs> so,
2: I, I got confused. Now they they were pretty sure this wasn't going to go exactly as planned, but it was a really good start to see what kind of problems they were going to run into. And so I'm, I I I was so happy that even before uh, this happened. Elon uh, Musk was saying, "Yeah, probably not going to work." <laughs> yeah, managing expectations. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it it almost did, except yeah. it was falling over. And it, it so go online, or I guess we'll have a link to it, uh, and and check it out.
0: The the video shows that it is coming down right on the platform. Maybe like not dead center, it, but maybe like
1: it's uh, off center. Yeah, but- it's
0: off center, but it is coming down at the platform. And it's in the last, you know, it's twenty feet that it fucks up.
1: It's not like they had Luke Skywalker who could, you know, bullseye <coughs> a a <rat> at two <laughs> years. <laughs>
0: well, or this an is imperial a wall Storm- rat shooting, yes, yeah, or,
2: or an imperial stormtrooper because you know these are far too accurate for. <laughs> Sand people. Which is disproven why? with the west
0: of the movies.
2: On the other hand, yeah. On the other hand, why you would have sand people in the middle of the ocean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we just really digressed there for a second. So, they did the analysis on it, and it looks like some of the uh, hydraulic fluid ran out. And so, therefore, right. they couldn't steer it. It was and, like
0: seconds before landing. Yeah. So, it, the apparently, when it launches, it's just this big metal 14 steer. This big metal 14-story. <laughs> Nothing about steroids, Gary. <laughs> and I know I'm making a schlong motion, but it is not a big penis.
1: But it does have tiny
0: <laughs> It is a 14-story big metal tube that apparently had fins deploy mm-hmm. that were control fins. Yes. And they basically lose power right at the the last minute, like maybe one or two of them do. So it angles over 45 degrees and then smacks. Yeah. That's essentially what happens.
2: What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, there's something gestating at the back of the brain. I'm just going to leave it there for a while. <laughs> I think it was the word Smack. <laughs> Zip well, snack.
1: You know that forty five degree angle.
2: Exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. we'll leave it to the viewer to do as a homework problem. <laughs>
1: now, How much harder do you hit her ass if
0: you got- <laughs> uh all I know is the, the Elon Musk tweets from the sixteenth of January describing what happened in the series are of fantastic. tweets? They're they're great. I love the um, one of the last tweets he said, but basically describing that full rudd happened r u d yeah which he describes as rapid, unscheduled disassembly, yes. yeah. well, see here
1: it's not the it's not the speed it's the the sudden stop that yes. really just actually killed it
2: so if if Paul Rood ever uses uh, loses it, we can say he had a rapid, unscheduled disassembly, disassembly. dude. Oh, is, is it R U U D or R U D D? R U U D, I believe. Never mind.
1: <laughs> no, yes. I think it's actually D So
2: I can't remember. Yeah.
1: Okay. Huh. Disassembly squared.
0: So basically, the the <laughs> tube blows up, goes smack, as I have alluded to, and then either blows up or falls into the sea or whatever. And the platform itself really wasn't heavily damaged.
2: No, which is impressive, and I can't find any information uh, on this platform at the. Uh, uh, in my brief, oh no, I can see a picture of it, but it doesn't say West have, or even if it has, because they're landing it on on water, mm-hmm. uh, and so I was curious about whether it had a platform that would stabilize itself to keep it flat, compared to mm-hmm. you know, like a, a gimbal type of thing.
0: It basically just looks like a big barge.
2: Yeah, that's it, that's all it is. Now the interesting thing is when you watch the the uh, rapid. Rapid unscheduled, uh, unscheduled disassembly. disassembly. You'll you'll realize that it's very much like. Remember the the game Lunar Lander. Yeah. Yeah. No. Really? Oh, really? I
1: think that might be a little bit before. Yeah. His was it time. like He, Atari? Was more, yeah. he, was, he I didn't was,
0: have an Atari. No, no, no. no. He was
1: probably I, more a Oregon Trail guy, uh, yeah. as yeah. opposed to no. But
2: the Lunar Lander was what is more Space Invaders, uh, because okay. it's it's the vector graphics like that. Uh, and uh, the little black and white, it, but it was in it was in the arcade, and so basically you had a, a lunar lander, and you had so much gas, and you had to land on platforms. You can download it for free. And you can play it online <laughs> for free. So what would often happen is sometimes you'd, you'd overcompensate, and so you'd, you'd hit the gas to try to get back on the platform because you couldn't hit the platform going too fast uh, sideways or mm-hmm. up or down. Otherwise, you'd explode. And so that exactly what happens here is it comes down, it realizes something's gone wrong, and it, it kicks on the gas just at the very end. And it goes shooting off the platform <laughs> uh, it, while the explosion's happening, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, also... There's a thing called the Kerbal Space Program, which is another uh, for-profit. Yeah, that's a for-profit game, but you can build a space program. And <laughs> so, uh, somebody said it looked exactly like when he was trying to land rockets, <laughs> and so he put like all the icons over the uh, over the gif, the gif, <laughs> and it's kind of funny. So yeah, so if you want to play space games, Lunar Lander is real simple and very frustrating, but <laughs> and, it does uh, teach
1: you basic physics. It does.
2: You know? And it, it, it tells you, you know, you can't, it's difficult it, and, and to go to space.
0: Clearly by this accident that, yeah, it's really difficult, but they did pretty damn well for a first try.
2: They made it to the platform. They made it to That's the platform. Impressive. They almost got it down. They
0: almost got it down. And it's basically, you put in, an, you know, you go to the gas station, you know get another gallon of gas, you put it in the thing, and it'll be fine next time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh and well, with gas prices being one. the no, way no. they are.
0: No, that one done blowed up. But yeah. the next one, you just put a little bit more in. So, make a the control bit fins more, a little bit more hardy.
1: A little bit more petrol.
0: Yes, exactly.
2: Yeah, so that, that was they, for you, Richard.
1: That yeah. was for you. <laughs> Everything's
2: for Richard. <laughs> I broke Gary. SpaceX, <laughs> so, that, I'm trying to get back. I back. I have no transition back. So, SpaceX, you know, lost the, the device. But... And other spacey news, they appear to have found the Beagle 2. Not SpaceX, but someone else. Well, yeah. Uh, I think it was the European Space Agency who sent the Beagle 2 to Mars. It landed, although they weren't quite certain of it because they never got word back that it landed. Like they
0: lost contact when it was
2: landing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is usually the case. It's that seven minutes of terror type thing. Okay, yeah. It looks like the...
1: NASA Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter.
2: Thank you. uh, May have found it. Because they're doing high-res pictures of the entire planet. Mm-hmm. And so you're you going to find cool things, you know, like the face on Mars and, <laughs> and you know, uh, other pyramid shapes. Uh, that all, are
1: part of the new universe conspiracy.
2: Yes. <laughs> all made out of aluminum. And it has such high-resolution graphics for, for this that they can see the cover, the parachute, and the beagle. And then when you zoom in, you can see... That four well, it looks like four of the six solar panels deployed, so okay. two solar panels on one side don't appear to have deployed, and that's why they couldn't get word back because it needed all of the solar panels right. to make communication so the same oh. problem
0: with like the the was the opportunity rover where during the winters it would get covered in dust and yep. may not have started up again. this couldn't start up in the first place because it didn't have enough juice. Right to going to to I, do either it
2: all. either juice or uh i was I was wondering if it might have been that
0: so the solution is to send a box of Capri sun up to Mars
2: for more juice, ah I see no, I thought it was a Capri sun joke, but it's just a juice joke. it's a juice joke, <laughs> but it's
0: the solar Capri sun. Yeah. or, or they i
1: thought s- you were just talking about steroid overuse again. yeah because i was gonna
2: say yeah they could send barry bond but uh
1: <laughs> no who's oh jose Canseco.
2: Jose that- ah! <laughs> holy cow i didn't think no, you were that much oh, of a baseball no, fan
1: no i'm not did you guys not hear of what happened to me yeah, at yeah, the yeah. san antonio film yeah. Festival? oh yeah
0: that guy i think the, we even my my
1: that. <laughs> my who the hell is your doctor because those boobs are amazing I just wanted to say, and you probably have shriveled testicles.
2: Oh, right. That he's, thing. He's the guy who's full of cooth. Clearly. <laughs> or, who's I it? guess if you're British, Coothium. You're going to have to listen to the YouTube. The WooTube. <laughs> Richard is going
0: to send us such a scathing letter. <laughs>
2: You can't be the only
0: but, British listener.
1: But remember that it's going to have yous like you have dishonored,
0: <laughs> Talking about flavor and color. <laughs> with, with a U. <laughs> yes. And theatre.
2: <clears> theatre. Uh, uh, goodbye
0: so that's, to all our yeah. British listeners. <laughs> that's
2: really all I have to say about that. They found <laughs> it. Everyone's happy. There's nothing they can do about it. But...
0: So if, if – uh, so, so, so
2: some engineers have closure.
0: Yeah. But also if we have a situation like – I think it was – was it Red Planet or something? Or some astronaut is stuck on Mars and he needs a communication device. He- <laughs>
1: <laughs> communication?
0: He can go and find the beagle too, and plug it in and deploy the solar panels and contact Earth before the
1: oh yeah the light
0: insects eat them devour them whole. Or, yeah, so there's yeah.
2: there's one one more thing that they can do. Yes, uh, uh, weirdly I, they couldn't find the the Curiosity rover.
1: <laughs> I I just figured they'd call Triple A, but you know you have to be standing by the the beagle.
2: You would <laughs> have to hold the beagle up and get, get the proper signal because AT&T probably doesn't get very good signal. Out there. <laughs> anyway, I thought that was really cool news. Yeah. Um, congratulations to those sleuths who figured out what they were looking at. And um, And we're not going to talk
0: about something like New Horizons yet because there's not a lot of big news on that. But that's no. still on its way to Pluto.
2: Yes, it is. It's coming. Al- it's it's awake, and it's actually doing data, but we haven't really seen a lot of data on it yet. Yeah.
0: So awesome. Yeah. We found something, and we tried something, and we... They were both failures, but we learned something from it.
2: We called it the successful failure. That that would be Apollo 13. Yeah. The successful First, failure, like uh,
0: the Pope commenting on the Charlie Hebdo attack, saying that... Uh, people should uh, not criticize religions.
2: Yeah. He or might your get mother. Punched. Yeah. Or your mother. Yeah. It's basically a non-secularly mama joke. <laughs> so. But we already did a whole
0: lot on the Charlie Hebdo thing last yeah, yeah. couple weeks ago. I'm sure we'll mention it again,
2: but.
1: If yeah. not, just find me on Facebook and I'll be sure <laughs> to argue with you.
2: So, so, but uh, from finding the beagle to finding people,
1: finding Naya, Naya, yes.
2: Fi- finding nice Nemo,
1: Nemo, kinda, but Naya, she was found in water.
0: Nemo, why are you saying it like Cause that? Because that's how the, the 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 guy, Marlin. Yeah, his his he's talking about Nemo. It's like, Nemo. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. It's a good movie, and they're making a sequel soon. I think
1: Finding Dory. Yeah.
2: Wait, but Dory already has her. Oh, that's Dora. Never mind.
1: Yeah, she, she doesn't come with a she doesn't come with a map and a backpack that talk to her.
2: <laughs> and while while we're at, it, we can uh, find a blue as well. There's
0: nothing more creepy than watching Dora the Explorer and nobody responding to the TV as she waits for people to respond.
2: She gets that psychotic look in her eye. I can't hear you. <laughs> so finding says, that's interesting.
1: <laughs> to to so the Dorley voices,
0: <laughs> she hears in her head. And the door of the explorer finds like these bones on the ground and decides to...
2: Eat them? Sell them. Ah. But we're not there yet. We're on Naya. Right. Oh.
1: So, <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, we talked Spoiling. about the... Um, Mexican discovery of the basically the girl underwater, and there was, was she wasn't a that
0: an M. Night Shyamalan movie?
1: Kind of
2: the underwater girl,
0: the girl in no, the no. fountain, or oh, oh, it's not worth watching <laughs> anyway. It's
1: M. Night Shamalama ding dong. Come on, <laughs> let's just move on.
0: Uh, who put M. Night who put, the, <laughs>
2: who put the Shyamalama in the Shyamalama? <laughs> and <Shyamalan. laughs> Who put the ShamWow on? We should
0: record on Saturdays more <laughs> often.
1: <laughs> okay, so like I said, we, we discussed this before. It is one of the biggest discoveries in regards to how peoples came to the Americas.
0: So not like it was a 15-foot skeleton biggest discovery. It was a significant discovery. It yes. being big. Okay.
1: So they've actually gone ahead and uh, did a facial reconstruction. Which is actually my area of expertise. Did a pretty phenomenal job. Um, you I could...
2: thought your area of expertise was... Making... What are you going to say? It was knife I am wounds. I'm not going
1: to say it. I am not going to say it. <laughs> Get it out. Get it out. <laughs> no, no, i I, I'm think, not.
2: I think he's where you may you may kill him.
1: <laughs> yes. With a boating accident? <laughs> I, you're not going to even wait
0: for a boating accident anyway. <laughs> Gary, Make your joke.
2: I did. Oh, it, it wasn't a joke. It was actually a question. It was a, I thought you were a, 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 a axe uh,
1: a knife wounds. Well, knife wounds, but I've also know how to do facial reconstructions, oh, which gonna, is no, no. a very small group of anthropologists who know how to do it. Okay. So, like I said, they they put the face on it, and it looks very Asian? Pacific Islander slash uh, mid Africa. There's a lot of features that are congruent with peoples from those nations so that's that's a very interesting thing an
2: interesting result
1: it, yes an interesting result Are And they researchers
0: goes back to what yes. you were saying about how they're
1: not just observers they're researchers <laughs>
0: <laughs> that goes back to the uh <laughs> <woo-woo-two> <laughs> <segment>. <laughs> see lots of in jokes um So that goes back to what you were saying a couple weeks ago about how this shows how there was a lot more back and forth and mixing. Yeah, the admixture
1: and everything else. Once again, we have somebody who looks very much like the Kennewick Man, Mm -hmm. who is biologically related to the Ainu of Japan. So we're kind of getting this very interesting mixture. Didn't we
0: talk some also about how the Easter Islanders... Yes. We're kind of mixed in here somehow, and, and east and west travel just across the Atlantic, ignoring the whole land bridge thing up in Alaska. Right. Because who the fuck wants to go to Alaska?
1: Well, James Chatters, <laughs> who is one of the anthropologists who is working with the remains of Naya, who also worked with Kennewick Man, he was actually the original anthropologist that examined Kennewick Man's remains, has suggested that this early northern hemisphere wild type may have produced robust looking males and softer looking females because Kennewick man is a very large, very strong skeletal sets or remains and she's actually very diminutive. So we have a lot of uh, sexual dimorphism between okay. the two and they are within time range of being the same depositing.
0: The problem being that this is a small sample size. Yeah. so we A don't small sample really size know. of
1: like 10. <laughs> it's like
0: what the um, – what is it? The, the hobbit skeletons There's like, well, are these just shorter people?
1: Right. Are or, they –
0: Like we found one or two short people, so that means everybody was short on this island or – Right. Yeah. We don't know.
1: <laughs> but um,
0: – That was creepy, Gary. Yeah.
1: You know, but this is actually – like I said, this is a very controversial claim. There are many um, anthropologists who are saying – we may have just found kind of both ends of the spectrum and once again like you were saying you can't judge it on such a small sample size
0: but shows at least that in that time period there was a lot of diversity right there there isn't this monolithic american indian culture and look that that is everybody
1: right but like i said once again you have researchers you have sculptors you have anthropologists you have geologists all working together to try and determine how people came to the Americas. This is not just simply, oh, look, it's a bunch of anthropologists fucking around in the woods or underwater. There are levels or there are different scientists that need to be brought in.
0: Not just looking and observing and and, and assuming.
1: Right. Because you have chemists who help with radiocarbon dating. I you tons of things that go into it. actually not just finding the the finding the remains but also dating them putting faces on them uh
0: figuring out plant life they were found with or yeah in teeth i mean
1: or... yeah because you have i mean you have uh, zoologists working in this as well as well as botanists and other people that do things that I, I just look at and go, uh, you do your thing. huh? <laughs> I'm
0: guessing no astrologers though. No. Good. Not necessarily.
1: Might be some astronomers.
0: <laughs> Possibly. Could work.
1: Yeah. Once again, it is more and more information that is sort of leading us to ideas of where, how people came to the Americas and that it's not just the simple, Oh, look, it's a bunch of people from Siberia walking across a bridge. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> which, which, when we learned it in school, made some sense, but it's so much more complex and, and rich than that.
1: Right, exactly. This is something that is going to be having news that is going to be coming out over the next 20 years. These bones are going to be studied that much.
0: Or, or they're just lazy.
1: Yep, pretty much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, we found them. Let's put them on the shelf now. So
0: maybe we should just call them lazy bones.
2: <sighs> okay
1: <laughs> but that's, what,
2: that's what Naya means
1: <laughs> it actually means water nymph in Greek
2: In but it's
0: found in Mexico, Mexico so they named it Greek
1: <laughs> I guess there's not a term for water nymph in Mayan <laughs>
0: <laughs> I guess so
1: But there is also a new. There was an article that came out on um, Exojane that is getting quite a bit of talk in the anthropology fields.
0: What what kind of website is Exojane?
1: It's a pro feminist. It's just a feminist website. Okay. And this woman, I don't think I ever really got her name. Lilith Hunter. That sounds about right. Um. (laughs) The name at the top of the The name at the top. yeah. Yeah. I actually just read the article. I didn't really... Yeah, she, she never mentions who this happened to. <laughs> but she she calls herself an ethical collector of human bones and some other weird stuff.
0: That It seems like it would be a problematic thing to get into collecting. Just in your description of the whole back and forth with Native American remains that we've dealt with here in Texas, or the water nymph lady, or... What? Yeah, the mummies out of Egypt, how problematic that's been over the years. It sounds like it'd be really difficult and expensive.
1: Well, first off, India in the 80s stopped exporting human remains because there is a very large group of collectors who want to buy human bones. Mm -hmm. It is not illegal, for the most part, to buy human bones. But most of the human bones that are coming out are actually political dissidents from India and China. Therein yeah. lies a problem. Like the whole the body human exhibit. One of the side notes that people don't talk about is most of those specimens are people who were executed by the Chinese government. Yeah. That's just why I do not support the body human exhibits. That's
0: the one where they... Took bodies and replaced part of their bodies somehow with like a chemical plastic thing and then got rid of the rest of the body. Yes. Yeah.
1: I Uh. I have a huge issue with this.
0: Obviously and understandably.
1: (laughs) Okay. In the 90s, you could probably get a human skull for $500. You are now looking at to buy a legitimately donated human skull. You are talking... $2,000 Two thousand dollars at least mm-hmm. there are some reputable people that do sell um the bone room in San Francisco they do sell reputable remains, and in fact, um Mythbusters is frequently highlighted on their show mm-hmm. because they do the human bones from them for their experiments.
0: So maybe if I donated my body to be a cadaver for a medical school or for a body farm or something like that, that might be a legitimate source of bones for someone in the future yes. that once it's finished rotting or being um, put sewed c- upon,
2: right. Then
0: to- then it could be a legitimate way to donate my body and then also get a profit later on that I don't get to benefit from because I'm dead. Right. Okay.
2: But science will.
0: But the problematic part is getting older bones where they don't exactly have a letter of authenticity. Yeah, and...
1: because there's there's none of those labels inside the skull.
0: <laughs> no serial numbers.
1: <laughs> Which is funny. That Unless is... that's what
0: the chemtrails are all about.
1: Actually, what's funny is that is actually a joke that one of my professors in graduate school would tell. And he literally put it on a bioanthropology exam. How can you tell... And one of his answers was, well, there's a little label inside the skull. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Dr. T, for that joke. We're now using it on the Skeptic wire. Does there's he pity no fool? Pretty much. Okay. But there is just so much wrong with this. These bones are not to put on yourself to look pretty. These bones were somebody. Mm-hmm. There's just so many ethical problems that I'm having here.
0: But even if like it came through, if even if you could prove that someone donated their body and, and said, I want people to be able to collect this, it's okay.
1: I would be okay with that. But most of these people do not have that decision. And like I said, most of the bones that are in for collection it's a very gray it's area as yeah. to where they came from.
0: So your problem isn't with bone collecting as a thing. It's more the majority of it is bad. Right. Because it's not – it's it, um, the majority of it is unreputable.
1: Right. Also, different states have different laws. So really, if this is something that you want to look into, contact an attorney right. to make sure that you are not doing this in an illegal manner. But once again, illegal does not necessarily mean Ethical,
0: right. So I- even if you can legally get something off of eBay or something, or or at a curiosity shop or right. something like that, that does not mean that it' nec- its original source wasn't some guy who was smacked over the head.
1: Right. And this is my big part of the this whole article is. She asked "Am I prepared to bring a human skull into my living space? If you are not spiritual, religious, or into any concepts like energy." That's red, and you can skip this part. If you are, that's also red, but here's what you need to know.
0: She does get a little wooey halfway through the uh, article. A
1: little woo She could be her own woo-woo, too, okay? <laughs> <laughs> she could be the next episode. We'll look
0: out and see if she has a video out there.
1: It's... You're dead. Your energy is gone. <laughs> I don't know how else to say this.
0: Well, there is just the, the general human psychology of... You know, even touching some historical artifact that is just very famous, like touching, uh, I don't know, the Liberty Bell or something, you you know the history behind that and you feel something. I can understand that, but thinking that bringing a bone into your home will bring bad vibes or worse ghosts with it or something. right That's not really necessary in a s- supposedly scholarly article about the ethics of collecting bones.
1: Right. Well,
0: you know, Harpo wants to weigh in on the whole bone collecting Someone's thing.
2: Someone's having
1: a BM. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's B&M technical. It's a technical BM. How was that?
0: I don't
2: know.
1: Harpo, Harpo, that is enough.
0: No. People can be outside our house.
1: Okay, so continuing off of that, I've held the bones of Lucy. I've had them in my physical hands. I don't know if you would call that a religious moment, sort of, for me. It's spiritual. But holding something that was 3.2 million years old, who could be my great, you know, exponentially times 7,000 grandmother, was pretty fucking incredible. But You
0: understand the historical significance of it, so it's an emotional thing.
1: Right. But I don't worry about that... Energy that her bones were emanating to me.
0: Yeah, kind of weird. And in, in that, someone who's does the research on the legality and the ethics and the history of these bones, and is interested by the science, and emphasizes the idea of learning what osteopathy or whatever the the science osteological os, yeah Osteology. learning how bones work and how to recognize this is kind of older. This was probably a male. This was probably like African American or something like that. So you can get some general idea of the veracity of whether this bone is what people say it is, but to also say, yeah, but if I touch the bone and it,
1: It all right, this is going to count as kind of
0: sexual, but if I touch the bone and it gives me a bad vibe, then I'm not going to bring it into my house or my bedroom. Right,
1: And so, um, you know, she says, I treat my bones with a lot of reverence and respect. They're a really positive part of my home. No. They're a decoration. ration just- <laughs>
2: You're about <laughs> to <it>, say fucking ration <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: But a decoration can be a positive thing. I have a painting on the wall that I was from when I grew up in my home. So it's a line of continuity between my childhood and today. That is a positive vibe thing for me. But it has nothing to do with ghosts. It's just an emotional thing. So right. I, can, I can understand that she gets comfort from having these bone curiosities in her home, and it, it's it's a, an identity thing for her.
1: Right. But she's trying to justify the fact that she doesn't buy from the internet, where she can't...
0: Touch the bones. She
1: can't look at them in depth.
0: Well, I feel the same way about clothes. I don't want to buy clothes over the internet where I can't, like, try it on.
1: But she's trying to justify the fact that she's ethical because she doesn't buy them over the internet, mm-hmm. but... She's using all the wrong reasoning <laughs> to justify right. that response. The,
0: the, the good reasoning would be, if I'm buying off of Craigslist, I don't know, one, whether or not it's the actual bone they say it is, or two, if they're going to murder me in my sleep.
1: Right.
2: Whereas, or if the person whose bones it is was murdered in his sleep.
0: Where she's talking about, well, if I can't, if I don't want to buy off Craigslist because I can't get the vibe off the bone to f- know if I'd feel comfortable having it on my shelf in my living room.
1: Right. Additionally, she's all like... I'm not a fetishist about this. You just wrote a fucking article about why you collect bones. That's kind of, I think that's kind of skirting a line. Mm -hmm. She's all like, I don't use bones as tools. Well, animal bones have been used as tools. Thousands of years,
0: right? But if you're spending a lot of money to get this kind of artifact that's been around and has a history to it, you're not going to immediately break it apart. It's it's kind of like buying a 1980 Star Wars figure that's in package and not breaking it open,
1: right? But she's also I don't flaunt school skulls to my guests as a status symbol. I don't use them as seasonal decor. You know, she's got this whole I'm better than most of these other yeah. bone collectors. But guess what? If you don't know the true provenance of what you're buying, if you don't have paperwork that says, we obtained this skull from here, mm-hmm. here's the person who signed off on it, da-da-da-da-da, guess what? You might be contributing to the black market. You
0: might be a redneck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> in addition, it also oh, yeah. harkens back to this whole circus sideshow thing.
2: Oh, yeah. A lot
1: of human skulls were illegally taken put on display for gawking. Mm-hmm. That is, so she's an audience of one that is gawking.
0: I'm sure she shows it off to people who come over and visit. Look yeah. at this new femur I got. It was, you know, it's look at how it's broken in this interesting way. And that tells you this about bone knitting and it's fascinating and interesting, but she's got to show it off.
1: Right. To me, her ethics are Skewed.
0: Yeah, some of it is informative and interesting, like you should do research on your buyer, you'd research on bones and what makes them authentic, whatnot, and have some street smarts and book smarts about don't buy off someone from Craigslist, don't say, okay, bring the new femur to my house so I can authenticate it, well, then that person knows where your house is so they can come and steal all the rest of your bones, including <laughs> the ones inside your body.
1: My opinion is, if you were really that interested, start going to the closest museum of natural history. Mm-hmm. If you want to see human bones on display, these are people who have done all the right steps. They are forced to do all the right steps. Mm-hmm.
0: Plus, there's also... There's nothing wrong with a replica.
1: Yeah, I have a replica at my house. It hangs in my stairwell of all places, <laughs> and it really freaks people out when they walk up the stairs and suddenly there's feet above their head.
0: <laughs> my roommate was the same way with his stormtrooper costume.
2: Hmm.
0: Really freaky at three in the morning when you're going into the kitchen to get a glass of water.
2: I had a, the, a similar problem when it was at the uh, Chicago Museum of uh The Field History. Museum? No, it wasn't the Field Museum. It was the uh, history and technology or something like that. We were, I, was, I was there with my brother, and we were walking up some stairs to the next floor on one far side of the building. And there was a uh, cross-section of a human spread out across the stairwell <laughs> from left to <laughs> right. And apparently it was someone who'd left their body to the science, but they were a homeless person. And they just cut him up. And preserve them
1: and put them there.
2: Yeah. It was creepy. Just a bit.
1: Yes. Donating your body to science is great. Donating your body to a body farm is even is just as great. Donating your body for medical research. Awesome. The part, there are parts of you that even if you can't donate your organs, they can use parts of you for arterial grafts, bone grafts, all it. Great. Wonderful. Do that. I highly recommend it rather than being planted in the ground and becoming mulch <laughs> or, you know, ashes. I, but eventually you will become one or the other.
0: <laughs> so it's, it, 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 it's, it's not that you're against bone collecting in general. You just have a higher standard, you think, than this author who oh. gets a little wooey but also – is is justifying a lot of stuff for the sake of I want to
2: collect right. this stuff.
1: Hold on. Let me actually get you some of the if I can find the comments real quick. Hold on. Are I... you
2: reading the comments?
1: I'm finding <laughs> comments, but it's a it's a bio no, it's from a bioanthropology. Written.
2: Oh, okay.
1: I just have to f- find the article.
2: Can you oh wait, see. Control F. Oh, oh, it's a Mac, so apple f command apple command command f, which is <laughs> odd for Apple. They think they don't want people to command them it's very very authoritarian on um, we have control, but then we also have alt <laughs> we have options and we have windows key we have
0: control too,
2: okay control and option, but not alt. Which no. is, again, weird, because it's a Mac, and you think a lot of people with alternative lifestyles might be using those? <laughs> we have functions. Oh, we have... Everybody has functions. <laughs> Nothing new about that, Greg.
0: <laughs> so, Gary's done with his rant.
1: Okay. Did you find it? Okay. Yeah. So, some of the points that people are making is, is there an ethical way to own someone else's skull... Would it? Did they put this in their will? Probably not. Um, also, shouldn't actually be made illegal to own human bones because then you have a, the creation of a black market. Right. Which I can, I can agree with. One of the points that we skipped over is the ethical collector says, do whatever feels right to you.
2: <laughs> that's how you have cults begin. Right. Well, that's how you have people drinking out of skulls. <laughs>
1: And that's basically the arguments against this is that did you require it in – did you acquire it in an ethical way or – because I'm sorry. If it feels ethical, it doesn't necessarily mean that it is ethical. You know. But it um,
2: feels ethical.
1: Many of the public selling forums like eBay actually won't let you do it. Mm-hmm. Just like they won't let you sell your soul anymore.
0: <laughs> Aw. But at least but a, I told mine for Klondike a bone bar. is a physical thing right. that can be s- sold. So I, I in this whole conversation, I agree with the ethics of making sure someone actually voluntarily donated their bones and also not stealing bones from like scientific Graves. research or or just general cultures or whatever. Not just taking it because you want it. But on the other hand, as an atheist, I have to kind of put in that devil's advocate thing to say – it's a bone. They're You're dead. done with it. You, you yeah. know, right. it is just a physical thing. It is not, uh, unless someone is murdered for their bones or body to be put in an exhibit, un, like to, Chinese to, dissidents. Yeah, with with those cases, <laughs> I I agree. But there's a certain to sense or with with how I would say, if I die of natural causes or some or or whatever. I don't care what happens to my body. I am done with it. I, I, right. You know, well, I'm dead. It doesn't matter to me. And I would assume that my family at least would know that it doesn't matter to me. I don't care. It does not hurt me. As long as they're okay with it, it's a body. Who cares?
1: Right. Well, like I said, my issue is is that she also seems to think that bones coming out of China are, are ethical to collect. And mm-hmm. uh, she named one of hers Zhang. So <laughs> if oh, it's just feels that's weird,
2: right. this is a Caucasian bone,
1: <laughs> right? Well, honestly, from a femur bone or an ulna or a tibia or something, you are not going to be able to tell. It's not one of the, the two major markers for those things. Really, it's the pelvic region bones, the the iliac and the. And the skull.
0: And that's how you figure out race. Race. In general.
1: Race and sex and a bunch of other stuff. You know, you mm-hmm. find out a lot from, you can tell from the skull if somebody was malnourished. but hit in the head? Yeah, hitting the Not head. Not from
2: the pelvis. From the skull? Well,
1: yeah. <laughs> how many children somebody had within a certain range and, and all that. So, there you go. But... <laughs>
0: They're little hash marks. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. Anyway,
1: actually, there are marks, but not hashed like that.
0: <laughs> well, uh, like um, I was going for someone in a cell who's counting the days. Yeah. One, two, three, four, five. Anyway, it, it's like your serial number joke. Yes. Okay.
1: That. But the Chinese government is not exactly known for
0: being ethical. To about being this. the
1: most ethical group in the. But year. they
0: stopped exporting at a certain. They point.
1: stopped exporting, but when they were exporting. They were flooding markets. Yeah. And the only reason that they stopped is basically people started complaining about things like the body human exhibit.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's a wishy-washy kind of timey-wimey area of commerce, and the ethics of it are not entirely cut and dry. Just if you're going to get into this, be careful and, right. and, and and leave it to the experts. Yeah. Like Donna.
1: And that's, that's what a lot of people are saying is that a lot of schools, a lot of universities like University of Texas, when they do actually have human remains, you are only allowed to bring them out in times of educational material. Mm -hmm. Otherwise they're secured, they're locked up and it is a 10 step paperwork process (laughs) to actually bring them out. And this even goes for some models. Like, if you have models of kids with malformations of their skull...
0: No, not, like, fashion
2: models, Gary. Sorry. I got confused. Clearly. There's a ten-step process for bringing them out.
1: Yeah.
2: The first is to admit
1: you have a problem.
2: The second
0: is to admit you have a higher power. Yeah.
1: She's not understanding, I don't think, the entire ethical conundrum Mm -hmm. with collecting bones. She's doing a lot of, it's neat and I should be able to do it.
0: Right. Well, that's what comment forums
2: are for.
1: Yeah. To have a rational.
2: <laughs> wow, you couldn't even let me get that, the rest of that. <laughs> I saw that where, where that one was going. You know, I, and then, and then you, you managed to get in the word rational. Yes.
1: <laughs> I just, like I said, I personally have a huge issue with this. Probably because the bunch she has collected are illegal. It's okay as long as the energy is fine. <laughs> Oh, <sighs> great,
0: yeah. Well, we've been going for well over two hours of recording, even though you're going to get it in two different chunks, one week, this week, and one week.
2: One this you're not, not going to get week. it. I mean, yeah. we're not going to like... Mail it to you. Yeah. You, you, you have to download it, but you'll be able to you receive Be able to obtain to it, it yeah, and
0: yeah. and bask in our timey-wimey goodness. But, uh, so,
2: Yeah. So, so, thanks for joining us this week. Did we oh, learn anything? Well, did we le-
1: learn anything?
2: I have no idea. I've been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
0: We learned to do the woo-woo tube segment last, ah, yeah, and just yeah. make it its own damn thing. That's right. <laughs> otherwise,
1: because otherwise Greg we're gets twelve a times, yeah. yeah. Otherwise we're twelve, you know, we're twelve times long and we can't remember the jokes that we told from the last episode <laughs> in the future episode do you record them out of order.
0: So if you're yeah. really into the Skeptic Wire folks, feel free to do like a Kill Bill Volume 1 and 2 thing where you re-edit it
2: into real time. Except you want, instead of watching Kill Bill 1, then Kill Bill 2, you want to watch it Kill Bill 2, yeah, then Kill Bill Kill 1. On one. And, <laughs> and it's sort of like watching all of the episodes of Star Wars, except you don't want to start from Episode 1. You want to start from Episode 4 oh. and then go to 5 and then go back to 1 and 2 and then go to 6 and then meh, maybe 3. different. <laughs> And you can just edit that. Plus, it out.
0: there's the whole like Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom supposedly happened before the other movies, and it's all, yeah, yeah. it's a thing.
2: <laughs> but we hope you enjoy these episodes. And it's a pre sequel, it's a se- 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 prequel.
1: Hold on. I, I've, I've got it. I just have to get the, the quote here. Okay.
0: Oh, I have a quote? No, this is not Skeptic's Guide to the Universe where we end with a quote, Gary.
2: I'm I'm quotable.
0: <laughs> That's going to be on your tombstone. I'm quotable. I'm quotable.
2: <laughs>
0: Once again in English, please. It's untranslatable. Well, Jakar was a character on Babylon 5 who was the ambassador for the Narn regime. I know, Jahara. Oh.
2: I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, see? <laughs> I was speaking in tongues. Most people speak with their tongues. Some people, yeah. Ah. Yeah, I didn't know really you that. <laughs> you and everybody else I meet. You well. should probably wait for- for, for better times before. Hi, my name is Greg. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's the dawn of the sequel of the prequel to the reboot of the Planet of the Apes.
0: Sure, <laughs> makes perfect sense.
1: <laughs> it explains the two episodes. This is the dawn of the sequel of the prequel to the woo-woo episode of Planet of the Apes. In of bed. Skeptic Wire. <laughs> In bed. Something
2: like that. Yes. I know I've got I have nothing. What, what no, did we talk about? We, we talked about uh, Elon Musk was pretty cool. Um, it's very hard to land a rocket on a seaborne platform or at all uh, with regular gravity. We found a dog on Mars. We did find the dog, uh, the second dog on yes. Mars, and um, we learned more about Naya. Yes, Our and Naya's- the
0: wardrobe and the the Prince Caspian, and that's undeniable. Oh, that was- bull. Oh. <laughs> See, I was just going for a simple Narnia joke,
2: but you, you bested So wait His
1: parents were no, married when you he was born
2: You can't go for a Narnia joke because she did not have a tooth that came out the top of her head
1: <laughs> And besides, <laughs> his parents were married
2: That's right
0: narwhal joke yeah.
1: narwhal narwhal
0: 180 episodes in I guess you're running out of material so you had to make a narwhal joke
2: yeah about Narnia
0: <laughs> they're
2: the jedis of the
0: sea oh, god alright fuck it get out of my house you two
2: <laughs> made you laugh though
0: thank you Gary and <laughs> Donna for joining me for episodes 182 and 183
1: I don't believe you when you say that
2: yeah, neither do I. Yeah. Thank you, Greg and Donna, for joining me for episodes
1: 183 and 182. Stop hating me! Stop hating me! I, <laughs> I said thank you already!
2: You should, you should thank us for uh, episode 366. Because that would be the sum... Or 365, because that would be the sum of the two. See you next week, folks.
1: <laughs> Bye-bye! Bye!
2: Make sure you bring long cords, but I realized it doesn't have to be all that long. Just well, yeah.
1: Just I'm kind of hoping that mine is long enough. Last okay.
0: last week, Donna yeah. just had earbuds, oh. so we had to put it right up against her, you know, her computer. Her so.
2: what? Her what, Greg? Why did you have to put it up against Greg?
1: Her pussy.
2: Is <laughs> that is that make for? For better
0: Can you hear me, Donna? Did you hear what I just said?
2: Is that that new wall of sound thing I've been hearing about? <laughs> hey, Douglas. What
0: What specific sound, Gary, would be coming from that? Nothing.
2: <laughs> you know exactly what it is. I was listening to uh, a Weird Al uh, Yankovic. Uh, interview. As opposed to all the other weird houses. we all yeah, yeah. we <laughs> all interview with uh, Kevin Pollack and he was talking about uh, recording in in the bathroom.
1: Don't we all? Scary though is how slow adults are waking up to the fact that we are being poisoned by the coming through, that okay. look at these it. jets. If contrails start, look at these jets. Yes. If contrails start and stop, that means the engines failing.
2: Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> hope you're recording. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something makes me think you're going to do that again during the live show. <laughs> well, not the live show, but the only audience we usually have is Harpo, but...
2: Yeah. This is live.
0: That's true. Live to tape. Yep. Well, not to tape. I'm just saying everything stupid today. <laughs> not everything. <laughs> <laughs> and not just today. <laughs> Come on, you were thinking it.
2: No, nope, actually, I wasn't. You're <clears throat> saying some some things haven't been stupid, you luddite. <laughs> the hell, tape. We're recording it to wire.
0: <laughs> we're we're, we're well, record- up until three episodes. It was all on wax cylinder. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: That was going to be the next one. Oops. Kick the dog. Kick the dog. Don't kick the baby. Exactly. Kick the baby.